1 Corinthians chapter 2. If you need a Bible, just lift up your hand. We'll get a Bible unto you, but preferably everyone has their word. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. As it has already been said, we will be meeting uh, uh, on next week after service to talk about our outreach, the plan to seize the sum of the strategy that the Lord thy God has given unto us. And we look forward uh, to that, to going out to our Jerusalem, our Judea, our Samaria, and our uttermost parts uh, of of the world there. Amen. So are you at 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2? Amen. And when you get there, please go to... Uh, verse 9, chapter 2, verse 9. I'm going to read two scriptures, and then uh, um, we're going to go expand more than that, but I'm going to read two scriptures to you. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. You may remain seated. You've been up for a little while. Uh, I'm sorry, First Corinthians chapter 2. Look at verse 9 and verse 10. We're going to read those together. It says, But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God have prepared for them that what? Love him. But God have revealed them unto us by his what? Spirit. For the spirit what? Search of all things, yea, the deep things of God. This morning I want to speak uh, on the subject of the person of the Holy Spirit. And as a subtitle, the revealer. The person of the Holy Spirit. And as a subtitle, the revealer. The person of the Holy Spirit. And the subtitle is the revealer. He is the one that reveals unto us. And he is a person And we're going to see that uh, today. But what I want to do for those that have not been with us and also uh, the way that I like to teach, my style of of teaching is repetition because I know that if we do it repetitively that you're going to pick it up. Amen. Because all they got to do is to get in. But once it get in, it got to get what? Down. And then when it get down, it's going to do what? Come back up. See, but the Bible says faith come by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. So there's some things that we just got to keep doing and got to keep bringing. And those are the things that I do and that I allow God uh, to do, amen, so that we can continue to to grow and continue to allow this word to resonate on the inside of us. And so it's something that the Lord thy God have had me to do, amen. These kids, what y'all doing? How how y'all doing? Amen. Praise the Lord. We got we got to put y'all in here. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> they may run out there. It'll be okay. Uh, last week, there are several things that we dealt with. First of all, we talked about this promise. And we said that this promise comes from the Father. Uh, Brother Jason, when you and I was talking, I was telling you about the Holy Spirit and how important the Holy Spirit is to the life of the believer. He comes to help us. Somebody say grow up. He, he comes to help to mature us in the things of God. And truly, you will not be able to move towards sonship without the Spirit of God and receiving what we call the baptism with the Holy Spirit, the evidence of, of speaking in a new tongue as the Spirit would give you utterance. Amen. The Spirit would give you utterance. Well, we know in the book of Acts over in the first uh, chapter, it tells us that Jesus Christ was with his disciples and he told them to wait here. To, he said, go and wait in Jerusalem and wait on what? The promise of the Father. Amen. And so this promise that we said was the promise that comes from the Father. And this promise was the Holy Spirit. He told them to wait for it. Amen. And so you got a son telling uh, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, telling his disciples of the apostles. He says, y'all guys wait. They went up to the upper room. We know what happened. They prayed. They went up there rejoicing and everything. And the Bible says that the Spirit came. Uh, uh, on the day of Pentecost, amen, a sound from heaven came, amen, and filled the house where they were at, and then it lit upon all, somebody say all of them. 
And the Bible says all of them began to speak in a new tongue, amen, as the Spirit gave them utterance, amen. I'm here to tell you, if the Spirit come in this house, look, it's the same shame that you're in the house because he's going to get on you, amen. Uh, it ain't a shame, it's a good thing, but you might be saying, I don't want that, Pastor. I don't want that Holy Spirit. What I'm here to tell you, you got to have the Holy Spirit. If you're going to mature and grow in the things of God. And I know about me and I know about many of you, we all want to grow up in the things of God. So we said this. We said uh, this on last week about the Father. It's the Father's promise. And we said that Father knows best. Does he not? He knows best. I want you to know that, that, that he is a loving, caring, sharing Heavenly Father. And he's not going to give you anything that's going to hurt you. Now, he, he spoke last week on if an evil man know how to give good gifts unto his children, how much more would the Heavenly Father give gifts unto those, amen, uh, uh, that ask him? I mean, and the gift was the Holy Spirit. So he says now, so if we men know how to give good gifts, amen, to our children, how much more would the Heavenly Father not give the Holy Spirit to them to ask? So we got to ask, amen. We, we got to ask this. Uh, I didn't say this last week, but I want you to know this, that the Father is a promise keeper and not a promise maker. I mean, I promise... Uh, 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 he's a keeper. He just don't make them, but he keep them. Amen. Yeah. So he keeps his promise. Amen. Not only do he make them, he, he, he keeps them. Amen. He's a promise keeper, promise maker and a promise keeper. Amen. He don't break his promises. He keeps those promises that he makes for us. And I want us to understand this. This is the kind of father. So father knows best. Father know exactly what I need. Do you remember coming up in your household? Amen. And, and, and although you, you know, you got to that age, amen, where you thought you knew everything. I remember mine. And I remember I put my first overnighter. I mean, stayed out all night. Amen. I was about 16 years old. I'm telling you, I was in, I was lean, mean, man. And I stayed out all night, all night long. The sun was coming up, Brother George, when me and my brother walked back in the house. Boy, I heard Bigfoot get up. That was my daddy. I heard him get up, man, and he moved on in there. We didn't have nothing but four rooms. I mean, you come in, was the living room. To the right was our bedroom. Then there was the kitchen, and there was mom and dad room. And all we had back there was a little bathroom, little only thing. But we couldn't handle Most of you couldn't handle, amen, how I grew up, amen. But if I could talk to many of you, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm telling you, so you could not. It was no such thing coming in that nobody couldn't hear you. You hear what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, they could hear you. You know, when it had insulated wonders back then, we had glass and wood. You know what I'm saying? And, and when it got winter, we put that plastic up on the outside. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. And so what I'm saying is my father knew when we came home. I remember the person dropped us off. said, man, drop me off down the block, man. <laughs> you can't drop me off from the house. So we get into the house, and me and my father come there. And the first thing he said, you think you grown. Told me and my brother. And boy, that was the first time I, I ever got physically. Amen. You hear what I'm saying? I mean, he rolled up that fist. He hit me in the chest. I could have swore I went 10 feet. <laughs> and then he hit my brother. He knocked us down. And he told us to get out of this house. Amen. And what he was telling us, he was telling us, y'all, y'all trying to, you, look, you don't have that kind of authority in this house here. And the other thing he was telling us, well, daddy knows best. Father knows best. And he, he, this is what he told us. He said, boy, whatever you're doing, it don't take all night. That's what he told us. That was the wisdom that he gave us. He said, whatever you're doing out there, don't take all night, man. And he said, and so, and you know, dad, dad was concerned even about how mama, so, you know, he had to stand up in this thing, amen, because my mama was saying them boys done lost their mind, amen. But father knows best. He knows best. Now, we also spoke on last week, not only does father know best about us receiving the Holy Spirit, 
But we also talked about, we gave the example of Abraham. We said that we cannot stagger not, stagger not at the promises of God, which was found in the book of Romans. Amen. I'm just giving some passing review. And we said with Abraham, it says that Abraham, he staggered not at the promises of God. Amen. Uh, uh, through unbelief. What I'm saying is unbelief is that thing that will cause you to stagger at the promises that God made. Amen. So the opposite of unbelief is what? Faith. Amen. So we got to have faith in God. Amen. And you got to understand that the father does not want to hurt you. The father knows best. And when you can get that in your mind, everything that the father has for you, you want. I don't know about you. Everything that my heavenly father, I first received my salvation. The father gave that. And not only does he give that, he gives the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so I want to receive everything that my father has for me. Talked last week about how we have promised our sons that they're going to get a car. One's 16, the other one uh, uh, is 19, amen. One just got to get his life. Pastor Allen said, I'm tired of driving him around. He just got to get some wheels. So we got him in driving school. The other one already has his uh, license. And so we got to get two cars, mother, this summer. I mean, two of them, mother. We sitting here saying, we're going to have a car lot at the house, amen. The daughter already got one, and we got two. I said, man, what are we going to do here? But we promised him a car. And you know when you promise one, when a father promises a son something, you know he done starting to act with my car. What it's going to look like. What's just going to happen. This is the same way it should be with us as the children of God. Anything God is promising, guess what? His word is his promise. I mean his word. The B-I-B-L-E. Amen. From Genesis to maps is his promises. And any promise God says for you, amen. You got to claim that thing. Say, Father, where is my promise? Well, here's my promise. I'm standing on the promises of God. Amen. But I'm here to tell you one promise that will grow you up and mature you so that you could be a son. Because, see, good fathers like to give things to their sons, not just to anybody, but they like to give it to their sons. And so we cannot stagger not at the promises of God. And so because staggering, is which, uh, which is unbelief, would cause us to miss what God has for us. So we don't want to stagger at the promises of God, but we want to ultimately, this is what we say last Last week, please the father. A good son wants to please the father. And so when Jesus Christ was water baptized with the baptism of repentance from John, the Bible says he come up and the, what the heavens opened up. It says the spirit came from where? Came from heaven. Came from who? Came from the father. And it came down upon our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in a bodily form. And this is what the father said. This is my beloved what son in whom I am well pleased. I, I said earlier that uh, the baptism with the Holy Spirit or the spirit of God in your life, it bespeaks and denotes maturity. It means it says, look, I'm ready to grow up. Thank God and I'm saved and I'm going to heaven, but I want heaven on earth. And the way heaven gets on the earth, it comes through the spirit realm. But I'm telling you, you got to receive the spirit and be filled of the spirit so that you can have heaven here upon the earth. Amen. And so that's where we're going today. We're going to find out that the Holy Spirit is a person. And not only is he a person, but he is the revealer. And he wants to reveal unto you everything that God wants you to know. I mean, it's, and what I'm here to tell you, everybody can't, can't, can't get what you got. Amen. If you got the Spirit, I've, I've taught in this house that it's the Holy Spirit that makes us better. See, we're not better, but the Holy Spirit is. I like to say this, we're different. Amen. But it's the Holy Spirit that's better and it is him that makes us different and the difference is better. So he is better. Say he is better. I'm telling you, he is better than anything you can chalk up. He's better than anything this world can chalk up. Man, we were singing that song there. Uh, there's nobody like him. See, there's nobody like Jesus. That's who we were talking about. Somebody say Jesus. 
See, Jesus is the Lord and Savior. Now, there's nobody like Jesus. The Father gave Jesus. And then Jesus told the disciples, he said, now, y'all go wait over to Jerusalem so I can go back to the Father. Me and the Father going to send unto you what? The Holy Spirit. So, Jesus, if the Holy Spirit was good enough for Jesus, you better know he's good enough for you. You hear what I'm saying? And if Jesus had him, oh, I want him. You hear what I'm saying? Because the father said he was well pleased with his son. So the way I please the father, I receive what the father has to offer. And the father said, look, receive ye the Holy Spirit. Jesus breathed on them. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. So when Jesus told them, receive ye the Holy Spirit, he was instructing them, amen, to receive that which the father, amen, desires to give us. So I want everything that God has for my life. And so today we're going to move forward in this. We're going to see again that the Holy Spirit is the revealer. He reveals. He is the revealer. I mean, he reveals. He is the comforter. So many names for him. He is the comforter. Amen. He is uh, the advocate of the Father. That word comforter means he's the paracletos is, is the word. It means he comes alongside us to help us, George. He don't do the work, but he help us do the work. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, he don't want us to be lazy. He wants us to be fully functioning in this thing. And so he wants us to protect. So he's our help, our aid, our counselor, our advocate, our comforter. Amen. He is the teacher of the church. He is the revealer. Of, of, he's all of that and much more. So are you at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9? This is where we're going to pick up at. Amen. So we received last week what the Father had to us. We stood up in this house and we went through, I believe everyone that was here received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, amen, or the Holy Ghost is the same word for spirit on last week. And the Bible says evidence of that is being able to speak in another tongue, another language, uh, allowing the Spirit of God also to come up and to give you. And we're going to deal with that uh, certainly as we move forward, not just today, but uh, also in the uh, preceding or the forthcoming messages that we will have. Uh, yet 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Look at verse 9. It says, but it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of men the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Now, the, for them that love him, amen, and we know love, amen, comes from God. And so if someone loves him, amen, it's the love that comes from him. And he says, now, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of men. What you must understand here, what Paul the apostle Paul is dealing with here, he's dealing with the natural man or the carnal man. And what he's saying is that what God want to bring to you is not going to come to you natural. You see what I'm saying? See, there's things you pick up in your natural man. There's things you pick up in your carnal man. We're going to deal with them in a few minutes. But see, but what you want to know and what you want to be, you want to be a spiritual man and woman of God. See, you don't, as I said last week, you don't receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You don't receive the Holy Spirit to come and fill you on your life just to put it up uh, on the shelf like it's a trophy or like it's a, a degree or something that you got. I'm telling this thing is greater than any trophy that you're going to ever earn, any degree that you'll ever get. And you're going to find out that the spirit of things, the spirit of God and the things that come for the spirit are not meant to be mixed with the natural. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, sir. You need to hear this thing or carnal type thing because it's on a whole different plane and a whole different level. When we talk about uh, life in the spirit, we're talking about a new dimension and a new level. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of living in the level that I'm living on. I need to get into another dimension. I need to get into another level. I'm talking about one that is not of this world. See, I already know this world. I don't, the world, I don't ran the course of the world. The Bible says that there's no good thing, amen, in my flesh and there's also no no good thing in the world the bible says they that love the world the love of the father is not on the inside of them so 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 think about this he says here again but as it is written i have not seen 
nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of men the things which God had prepared for them that love them. What he's saying is what God has for you is greater than what you can see. What you can touch, what you can feel, what I'm telling anything that is material, anything that you see, God has greater than that. He has greater than that. And we're going to deal with this as we uh, certainly uh, move forward here. Now, I want you to understand that the Bible says all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. What you're saying, Pastor, everything that is in this Bible, it just wasn't written by a mere man. The Bible says that God breathed upon them. All scripture is given by inspiration. What you're saying, God inspired every word that is in this Bible. What you're saying, Pastor, I'm saying every one of these words came out of the spirit of a man. God revealed it unto them. He inspired them to write what is written in him. This is why we can say that the word of God is powerful or it's alive. I mean, it's quick. It's alive. It's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing as under. Amen. Of soul and spirit and joint and marrow. The reason why we can say it's alive because it's a spirit inspired. You know what I'm saying? It comes from another realm. Oh, my God. Well, it comes from another realm. And so we need the word of God. We need spirit. We need a word that comes from spirit-led people. And what God wants to do, God wants to work through you so that every word that comes out of you is not a worldly word. It's not a carnal word, but it's a spiritual word. And the way a spiritual word comes out of you is that you must be filled, amen, with the Holy Spirit, baptized with the Holy Ghost and filled with the Holy Spirit, amen, to a message that whatever comes out of you is coming by the Spirit of the living God. It's coming by the Spirit. Well, give me an example, Pastor. This is where the Lord wants to take us. The Lord wants to take us that when we played the keyboards, well, Brother Eric, he, he's somewhere. When he played the keyboards, he, I'm not saying that he don't play them by the Spirit. Uh, when we, whatever we do back here on the sound booth, whatever I do in preaching, whatever we do in announcements, whatever we do, that we're doing it in the Spirit, uh, the spirit of the Lord. What you're saying, that the Spirit of the Lord has filled me, and so whatever I got to say, it's been Spirit-motivated. It's, it's been, see, and sometimes if we just take a listen to what we say, a lot of things that we say are not spirit motivated. Amen. And the Lord, he's dealing with me about that. He says, son, you, you, you stop watching over your words because word means things. Words mean things and words are alive. You know what I'm saying? You could put something out there. You can't take it back. It's already out there. It's going. It's done gone, man. And it's going to take some action. Amen. And so God said, I want you to be spirit led. He says, they that are led by the spirit of God are what? The sons of God. And they that walk according to uh, in the spirit shall not fulfill what the lust of the flesh or the desires of the flesh. My desires. We're going to see there's three types of people. There are carnal. Somebody say carnal nature, uh, natural and spiritual. And we want to know as the child, children of the most high God, we want to know this person of the Holy Spirit. He is a revealer and we want to walk according to the spirit of the living God here. Now look at verse 11. It says, for what man knoweth the things of a man, save what the spirit of man, which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but what the spirit of God. So if you want to know the things of God, how are you going to learn them? Through what? The spirit of God. What does it say there? For what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now, let me, let me put it to you this way so you can get a, a better understanding of this. The mind of man knows the things of a man. The mind of man. As a man thinketh, so is he. The mind of man and man, the man knows with his mind. They're one. The man and the mind are one. Just like the spirit 
and the Father are one. Now, 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 George, I don't know what you're thinking, but you know what you're thinking because you and your mind are one. So you know what you're thinking, but I don't know what you're thinking. The only way I know what George is thinking is how he revealed it to me. Okay. <laughs> you hear that? So, so, George, so, so George, him and his mind, amen, his little S, his spirit, his conscious, his spirit's consciousness, they are one, them two. And so, so the man knows what is of his spirit, of his little, the little S, the conscious, the mind. Amen. He, he knows these types of things. And so the only way that I can know what another man is thinking is they're revealing it to me. Now, you have some, some folks get so deep, amen, and thank God. Well, pastor, I want you, to, I need you to tell me something, but you know what? I'm not going to tell you what it's about. I'm going to wait till the Lord to show you. Come on, what kind of foolishness is that? You have, you, you, you have people like that. So, 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 so heavily minded, they know earthly good. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to be so earthly minded that you know, you know, you know, heavily good. But what I'm saying is those people say they want you to read their mind. Well, I ain't in no mind reading, ain't it? I'm not trying to read your mind. Tell me your situation, and then I can give you the wisdom of God about your situation. Matter of fact, the more information you tell me, the more the Holy Spirit going to reveal it to me so I can give you what you need. That's why the doctor comes in and he actually, he ain't sitting there trying to, all them degrees he got, he not sitting there, well, let me tell you what you got. Nah, he needs to know what's your family history. What's going on? Matter of fact, they check you at the desk. What's going on? What's happening? And he ain't got enough information. He's going to drill you down on the inside. So that now, based on the information that you have given him, now he can consult with what, what he has learned to help you with what you got. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so George knows what's in his mind. George, the man knows what's in the mind of man. The mind and the man, they are one. And the only way I can get to know what George got going on is I got to ask him. It's the same thing on the spirit side. The spirit and God are one. And, and, and look, and, 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 and see, and the spirit knows everything that God knows. You hear what I'm saying? The spirit and God are one. He knows everything that he knows. Well, how do I know? How do I get what God needs to have? The spirit got to reveal it unto me. So it's just that simple. So I got to be filled with the spirit of God if I'm going to know what? The things of God. If I'm not filled with the spirit of God, the spirit not going to reveal unto me, amen, the word of God or the revelation of God. And I'm here to tell you, I need revelation of knowledge, amen, to be who God has called me to be. And I'm here to tell you it's on a plane and a level that's beyond this world. Amen. So we want to get in the spirit, walk in the spirit, run in the spirit, live in the spirit. You want to be a spirit. See, when we talk about we're spirit-led church, we're not just talking about words. We're talking about that we have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. He had the mind of God. The reason why he had the mind of God, because he had the spirit of God. And the spirit of God revealed unto him the things that are of God. And that's what we want. This is why we want the Holy Spirit. He wants to reveal. Of the, and the Bible says in the, the next scripture, he says what? The Holy Spirit does what? Search of what? The deep things of God. How do you think you're going to get the deep things of God? I'm telling you, it's not just going by just living like we're living and living according to this world. Now, you got to come up to a whole nother level. And it's the spirit of God that will bring you up there and begin to reveal unto you, amen, the things of God. So we're going to move forward here. These are a few things that we're going to allow this Holy Spirit to speak to us through the scriptures. Verse 10 again. But God has revealed them. Well, look at verse, uh, yeah, verse 10. But God had revealed them unto us by his what? Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, the deep things of God. Look at verse 11 again. 
For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man, which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth not man. See, the man don't know the things of God. But what? The spirit of God. So a man that is not being led or filled, you got to be, if you're going to be led by the spirit, you got to be filled by the spirit. So a man that is not filled with his spirit to be led by the spirit, he don't know the things of God. He don't know God's perfect will on a situation. You're frustrated. You're hard to get along with. You, you're wondering why am I here? What is God going to do? And I, I told you last week, when we're not filled with the spirit of God, we'll begin to turn to what we call familiar spirits. And we gave the example of King Saul on last week. King Saul was filled with the spirit, was he not? We said last week, who baptized? Samuel baptized him. The Bible says when he got baptized, when I say baptized, he got anointed with oil. And, and what I'm saying, when the spirit of the Lord, the Bible says when the spirit of the Lord came upon him, he became another man. <laughs> I asked last week, who need to become another man or another person? I mean, many of us, see, many times it's not the other people that's the problem. It's us that's the problem. And God is just saying, I just need you to turn into another person but when the holy ghost come up on you you become what another man i don't know about you i just want to be another man i want to be the man of god i don't want to be anything i don't want to be looked at as a manager an executive of this that and the other nah just call me a man of god that's all i want to be i want to be a faithful man of god not just a man but i want to be a just man a righteous man of god a holy man of god you look back in that old testament man when them when them prophets come across there she said that's a not just a man but a holy man of god the holy man of god has come by and see and, and god had used uh, uh he used saul king saul and he got anointed the bible says again he become Another man. He went down and he joined the company of the prophets. And the Bible said the spirit of the Lord came on. And, and, and look, it says what? It says he began what? To prophesy. But when you fill with the spirit of God, you begin to see the fruit of the spirit, which is the divine nature of God. Amen. Over in Galatians 5 and 22. I said this last week, but again, it bears repeating. And not only that, you begin to see the manifestation of the spirit of God. First Corinthians, amen, chapter 13, 12 and 13, all over there. You begin to see these things manifest in your life when you yield your will to the will of God and allow the Holy Spirit to come fill you up. Say, well, Pastor, how, how do I get filled up? You ask him. You ask him. Well, how often do I need to be filled up? Daily. Because Jesus said this way, if any man is going to come after me, let him do what? Deny himself. Pick up his cross. How often? Daily. And what? Finally, after me. See, a part of you decreasing is another a part of you is increasing. When you decrease, or matter of fact, when he increased, you decrease. And so you got to get him in. And when he get in, I'm telling you, you got to go down, baby. You got to go. Say, I got to go down. See, see, the only way you get this, the only way to go up in him is to go down. And, and the more you stay down, the more you're going to go up. So you got to stay down in him, amen, so that the Holy Spirit will fill you, man. And when you fill out, this is, what, this is my prayer, Lord, fill my cup. Fill it up, Lord, until I can't take any more. See, what we want to do, you want to be able to minister out of your overflow. What, what, out of your time that you spend with God, you want to be able to minister. When you go to work, I'm just ministering out of my overflow. I done been with God, amen? I'm telling my cup runneth over. I'm telling, many times when I walk into work, I look for the first creature that I can find. You know what I'm saying? Look, are they getting ready to get some word? If they even look like they want some word, you know what I'm saying? Or if I can't get nobody here to, I go to a few of my buddies, amen, that I know spiritual folks. See, because only spiritual people can, spirit, can discern spiritual things. 
thing. Oh, my God. I'm getting ready to let you in on something. You can't go dump everything that the Spirit of God gives to you to some natural man. If they ain't saved, they ain't going to be able to receive anything that you have to say. They're going to look at you like you crazy. They're going to look at it as being the foolishness of God, the foolishness of this world. It's going to be foolish. They can consider, man, God is foolish. Where are they getting all that craziness at? You want to know why? Because they don't see it in a textbook. They hadn't found it online. They haven't looked at it. But nah, I look, the spirit of God searches the deep things of God, and God reveals unto us deep things. Amen. Somebody say, I'm deep. I'm deep in God. You're deep in God. So he reveals these things. Look at verse 10 again. It says, but God have what revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit, the big S search of all things, yea, the deep things of God. Now let's go down to verse 12. Now we have received not what? The spirit of the world. This is Paul. Paul said we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know what the things that are what freely given to us by God. So God wants to freely given to you the things that are of the spirit. But he said, man, you cannot get so hooked up with this world because if you get hooked up with the world, you can't receive the things that are of the spirit. He said, man, you can't. Look, look what he says here again. He says, we have not received the spirit of this world. And we know what the spirit of the world is. We've talked about that. Love not the world, neither the things of the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and pride of life. We got to be careful about those things that we don't get so glamored about this world. This world is glamorous, and it'll get you. I'm telling you, it'll pull you in. And you got to learn how, amen, to deny yourself those types of things and allow this world to grab you in. But you must be led by the spirit. What you're saying, pastor? No, God wants you to have nice things. He wants you to have the very best, but he'll discern unto you, and he has a way for you to get them. The spirit takes out the stress, struggle, and strain of these things. You ain't got to get something to be worried about how you kept how are you going to keep it? I understand this. When the spirit of God reveals something to me and gets something to me, I ain't got to worry about keeping it because I didn't go get it. The spirit of God gave it unto me. And when he gives it unto me, man, I can, I, look, I can walk with a pep in my step, a smile on my face. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that the Lord thy God has favored me. And by revealing, amen, and showing me the things that are in the spirit of God. Please look with me at verse 13. Which things also we speak not in the words which a man's wisdom teaches, but which what? The what? The, what did I say? Which who teach? The Holy Ghost teaches. What? Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. So look what he's saying here. He said, we speak not the words of man's wisdom. What I'm here to say to you is man's wisdom cannot be connected with the things of the spirit. And many times it's what we try to do. I mean, let's get, just get real. Many times we try to put our natural things together with the spiritual things of God. And we say, well, we'll bring it this far. And we ask God to help us out. Now, see, the, the natural things go with natural things. Spiritual things with spiritual things. What he said, Paul said, look, we ain't mixing the world, amen, with, with the things of God. Oh, my God. I'm here to tell you, God revealing some things to me. He says, son, keep that world out of your church. Keep it out of your church. Keep the world out of your church. He says, keep the world out of the church. And the world can creep in, amen, through people, through places, through things. We can allow it to creep in. He says, no, you let the world be the world. And you govern and you lead this church by way of the Holy Spirit. You lead it by the Holy Spirit. Because with the Spirit, the Spirit, gonna, it's, he's not only the Spirit, the comforter, but the Bible says he's the Spirit of truth. He will reveal the truth for you. Many times we can get in the book of the world. Oh, my God. I'm getting ready to help somebody here called God. Help me out. We can get into the book of the world and we can begin to manage the church according to the world. 
But but what did that what did that stuff out of the book come from? If we could lead it back to a natural man that don't have the spirit of God, God said no. No, nah, don't be led by that. And look, we, 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 there's many things, many books we read, many people we look at and stuff like that. And we got to ask ourselves, are they spirit filled people? Are they, are they people of God? Where is the stuff that they got? Where is it coming from? I'm not talking about some, we're talking about philosophy and, and all these neat things, but where is it coming from? What, what books are we reading? Oh, and pastor, he's a good author. He just write good novels and everything. Well, what, where is it coming from? Where is the origin of it? Do you know that he's saved? Do you know that that he had God in his life? And what I'm saying, we could be listening, we can be reading, and all of these things. But God said, you can't take the natural things and connect the things with spiritual. He says, spiritual things belong with spiritual things. Uh, Are you feeling me? Are you feeling what the the, the Holy Spirit is saying? He said, this is the truth. This is the truth. See, because it's going to work out to be not. All right, pastor, you need to help me out a little bit more. I hear what you're saying, pastor. Show me some scripture. Okay, thank you for asking. Look, 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 look down at 2 and 6. Look at verse 2, two and 6. He said, how be it, this is Paul, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. He says, how be it, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Matter of fact, go back up to verse 4. He says, now he's coming to them sharing the gospel. He said, I don't want to know nothing amongst you but Jesus Christ. Look at verse 4. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing, or that word is persuasive words, of man's wisdom. But in what? The demonstration of the spirit. And what? And the power. You know what he's saying? He says, my words were not in man's wisdom. But it was in what? The demonstration of who? The spirit. Well, how would the spirit demonstrate in you? He got to feel you. And when he feels you, he, he, he becomes demonstrative in and through your life. He said, now, he says, now, look, look at verse five, that your faith should not stand in what? The wisdom of men, but what? In the power of God. Look at verse six. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Now, this word perfect here that he's talking about, these are people, it's the word teleos. It means complete, a full age, a uh, 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 mental and a moral character and capacity. It means that, he says, we speak truth with those that are mature. And it was really referring to those that were Christians, those that who have come to know God and was growing up in God and had a measure of the spirit on the inside of them. He said that they were, they were mature people. So perfect people. Now I know you're saying that word perfect is a tough word. It's the word complete though. What you saying pastor, when you get the, when you get the Holy spirit, thank God for salvation. But then when you receive the third person of the Godhead, amen. See, when you see Jesus, you receive the father. He said, me and the Father are one. The only way you can come to the Father, you got to come in my name. So and if you love the Son, you got to love the Father. You can't love the Father and not love the Son. He said, if any man come to me, he must what, come, come, come by me. Amen. If any man going to know God, he got to come by me. So the, the Father and the Son, if you know one, you got to know the other. If you love one, you got to love the other. So, so here, this is what the completion is. You got the Father and the Son. Now you need the Holy Ghost. That completes you. It makes you perfect, mature. You, you, you're ready to grow up and mature in the things of God. You're ready to move from salvation to somebody say sanctification. You ready to move towards holiness and growing up in God and having an ear to hear what the spirit is saying to the church. This is the life that you want to live for your children. If you need to have wisdom for your children, for your household, for you, you want the spirit of God to reveal it unto you. That's what you want. That's exactly what you want. 
You want to seek God's face. You want to be full of his spirit. And you want to get into his word. And his word will lead you and guide you and direct you. The Holy Spirit is going to testify of him. He's going to bring you into remembrance. I'm going to show you this. What the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit would do. He is the revealer. So if you need an answer for something, if you got a situation, a circumstance, you need an answer. Amen. Seek God. Get filled with the spirit. And the Holy Spirit will reveal unto you God's wisdom concerning your situation or your circumstance. So look here at verse 6 again. It says, how be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to naught. You hear that? He says, now not the wisdom of this world, neither the princes of this world that comes to naught. What he's saying? He said, it's going to come to an end. It ain't going to work. It comes to naught. But the wisdom of God, it don't come to an end. It's the spirit of truth. He says, if you, if you get into, look, look how he says it here. He said, now we, don't, we speak among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom. He said, we don't speak the wisdom of this world. See, the, the wisdom of this world is something that originated in this world. And then he says, for the princes of this world, these are the chief rulers, uh, the, the principles, the, 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 the principles, the rulers, people that are in authority. See, one to me is like information. Amen, Pastor. Now, something, one is like data the spirit of this world. I mean, it's just like information. Anything that's out there, it's just information. And then when he talks about the rulers of this world, it, it brings it down. Somebody say education. Oh my God, I'm going to help somebody here. Now, now think about this. This is the Lord going to show us here. I want you to say, because we're going to think about two, three people before we get out of here. You're going to know today if you're a carnal nature. <laughs> and they, they have what we call carnal Christians. Carnal Christians are people that are saved, but they haven't received the spirit yet. They're carnal. They're, they're still, they're saved, but they're still living according to the flesh. They're carnal, carnal nature. And then you got the natural man who is governed by his environment, governed by the world. And then you got the spiritual man, the pneumaticos man. Oh my God, I'm talking about he is governed by the spirit of the most high God. So the Lord showed me this. He gave me this revelation. He says, now information, the carnal man likes information. Just give me, I don't care where it come from. I heard something, it took up my fancy. I, look, I'm running with it. I'm telling you, it just, it just sounds good. I know it to be good, and I know it to be, you ain't, te- you, you ain't spirit-filled or anything. It just sounds right. See, he, he showed me, he said, that's information. And then he says, he, then he says but then that's the man and woman of God, amen, that, that, that they move to that another level. Uh, 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 they're the princes of the world. He says, how about neither the wisdom that comes from the princes of this world? The princes of this world are not necessarily the devil. It's, it's the chief people. It's the people that are in classrooms. It's the people that have obtained knowledge, and now they're educating other people. You hear what I'm saying? So, so, so and look, I don't have anything wrong with education. If you're going to make it in this world, you need education. If you're going to make it in this world, you need education. If you're going to make it in this world, you're going to need education. But I don't know what world you're living in. So what world are you living in? So the more education you get, the more dependent upon the world you're going to be. I, I'm here to tell ta- Look, I, I love you. I, I'm just telling you the truth. Amen. The Lord revealed this unto me. So think about this. All right. So, 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 so we got the second level of the, the princes of this world. The princes of the world are people that have a chain knowledge. They got DR and PhD. And there's nothing wrong with them. I don't have anything uh, wrong with education. It has its place. This is what I'm trying to tell y'all. You got to make sure it stays in its place. It don't define you. Amen. It's the spirit of God that defines you and who you are in his eyes. He ain't looking for no. Now look, it won't be fair to God if he say, all right, you got to have a PhD to be saved and to walk in the spirit. That, what, how does that even sound? 
And sometimes us people that can't afford to go get a degree or feel like that God ain't leading you to get a degree. Look, that's you, you don't look down on that or look up because somebody got that and you ain't got that. I'm here to tell you, if you got the spirit of God on the inside of you, you got more than anybody with a degree can ever obtain. Because that's down here in this world. That's the wisdom of this world. And so the Lord showed me, he says, now, son, he said, now, it goes from information to education. He says, from, from the, the spirit of the world to the princes of the world. The princes of the world are those that are set up to train us and to teach us and to do all of those things. See, Paul went down that route, and Paul said this. Paul said, I count it all dung for the excellence of the knowledge of knowing him. I want to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering and being made conformable even unto his death. What you saying, Pastor? Pastor got, I mean, what I'm saying, Paul got into a place where education didn't mean anything to him any longer. I'm here to tell you, you walk, you, we could be Christian and we can go get all of that stuff. I'm not downing anyone. Go get it, complete it, do what you need to do. Amen. And I'm going to applaud you and celebrate you. But I'm telling you, it can only take you to a certain place. If you're going with God, you're going to step off of that thing, man, and go on with God. And so the Lord showed me, he says, it's information, it's education, but the highest level is revelation. And revelation can only come from the spirit of God. Only from the spirit of God. Paul and them saying here say, I don't come to you in the words of man's wisdom, persuasive words. He says, not only that, the what that which we got, we give to a perfect man. A man that is being led by the spirit. A grown man, a, a fruitful man. Someone that's grown full age and mature and living for God. Paul was saying, we just don't cast our pearl before the swine. That which we give unto you is of God. We don't, we give it, it comes from the spirit of God and we give it unto you. That's what Paul said. That's what you need. That's the type of teaching that we need. Amen. And this is what I uh, uh, inspire to every Sunday. And I, and I come to understand this. See, if, if you don't understand the Holy Spirit, you'll never understand me. What you're saying, Pastor? Don't put me in no box. Because <laughs> I'm not going to put you in a box. Matter of fact, I expect you to get out of the box. Matter of fact, when I see you setting up a box, amen, look, 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 this preaching right here that you get and the teaching you get here is designed to tear the box up. It's designed to break the box down. It's designed for you to move beyond the systems of this world and to move into another dimension and another level and to get in the spirit of God. Amen. And when we can all get in the spirit of God, I'm here to tell you, we'll see things that ears have not heard. You know what I'm saying? We'll see things that the eyes have not seen. We'll hear things ears have not heard. Amen. We'll do all those things. Thank you, Sister Sarah. Amen. I'm going to need these things here pretty long. I'm like, what's she holding them glasses for? I figured out they were mine. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We don't have too much alone. Too much more here. So we see here, look at verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before what? the world unto our glory. I think about the, when you think about the person of the Holy Spirit, the Bible says this in Genesis 1 and 1. You don't need to turn there. I guarantee you it's there. In the beginning, God created the, the heavens and the earth. And the earth without, was without form and void. And the Bible says in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit himself, amen, it says that how he, he, he was there 
just over the, 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 the water, the face of the deep. Matter of fact, just turn there. Hold your place. We're coming right back. I want you to see this. We're going to come right back here where we're at. But look at this, Genesis 1 and 1, for your, for your reference. For your, I want you to be able to see this. Genesis 1 and 1. And what I want to get to is verse 3. It says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without what? Form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Look at what it says. And what? The Spirit of God, what? Moved upon the face of the water. So you see what was happening here? In the beginning, God created what? The heaven and the earth. And the earth was without what? Form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And what? And what? The Spirit of God, what? Moved upon the face of the water. I believe he was down there moving upon the earth. He was moving upon the earth. He, he waiting. You see what I'm saying? Doing whatever God. And then what? And God said, what? Let there be light. God began. So what, what I'm saying unto you is, is that the Holy Spirit was at the very beginning. This is why we say that the Holy Spirit himself, it says he what? He searched the deep things of God. Him and God are what? One. So how do we know what's on God's mind through the Holy Spirit? Well, how do we know how we get the whole, we got to be filled with him in order to hear what God is saying. Jason, you, what you want to know about God? You got to be filled with his spirit, brother. Feel, be filled up with his spirit because the spirit of God will remind, will, will show you the will of God for your life. He will, he will reveal it unto you. And they are one. They were together at the very beginning here. And he is a person, the third person of the God here. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Let's turn back where we're at here. I'm coming to a close here. Let's pick up here uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 12. He says, now we have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us, which also we speak not in the words of man's wisdom teacher, but which what? The Holy Ghost teacher, comparing spiritual things what? With spiritual. But somebody say the natural man. The natural man receiveth what? Not the things of the spirit of God. You hear that? The natural man. Somebody say sukikos. Sukikos. This is the natural man. This is the natural man. He receive it not. And so the natural man, I said this earlier, he is governed by his environment. He's say all of us are natural men and women. We're governed by an environment. Are you not governed by your environment? If something happens around you, you you're going to react or respond to it. Are you not? Most of the time, this is, this is what happens. You're being, you're moving by what we call our senses. What's your five senses? Somebody let me know. One. What's one of your senses? Huh? Taste, hearing, seeing, smelling, and touching. That's, that's natural. That comes natural to us, all right? What, what, what God is saying, that ain't the level he wants us to live on. He, he, he don't, and most of us are there. We, 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 we kicked in on this natural thing, man. We hear this. We hear that. We, you know, we, we, we're moving by that. God said, no, that ain't how I work. I don't, I don't move on that level. So what he's saying is I'm trying to get you in the spirit realm so you won't be moved by the things that happen in the natural. Because he, look, because he said, look, look, because he governs everything. He, he's, he's in charge of everything. Oh, my, what are you saying? What I'm saying is faith can change the facts. Oh, my God. I'll say that again, Pastor. Faith can change the facts. Yes. There may be a fact that you broke. Yes. 
But faith says, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and his glory by Christ Jesus. He says he's going to give and it shall be given back unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. He said he gives seed to the sower. So if I'm broke, I got to find me some seed. Because I'm going to stand on God's word. I got to start giving. I got to give myself out of this thing. So what you're saying, Pastor, see, the natural thing is just for you to know what's going on. But see, but, but you don't stay, you don't be moved by the natural. You got to get up in the spirit and the spirit overrides the natural. Uh, the fact may be that you, you sick. But the Bible tells me, my faith tells me that he was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I'm what? I'm healed. Mother, my hip feeling better every day because I'm standing and confessing. Man, I ain't think about no hip replacement. God would replace this thing. Oh, that's what my faith is in. Ain't me? Nah, 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 dog. I ain't want to hear that. That's just what I'm saying. Thank God for the natural. That we were born and we came into this natural world. But you were not born of God to stay in the natural. But to move up to a high level another dimension, and it's in the spirit of God. Let's look at this. He says, but the natural man, the Sukikos man, receiveth not the things that are of the spirit. You see that? He receiveth what? Not the things of God, the spirit of God. You can't be a natural man and receive the things of God. You got to be filled with the spirit of God. It says, for they are what? Foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are what? Spiritually discerned. You cannot, if you don't have the spirit of God, you cannot discern spiritual things. You got to be full. I'm telling you, look, if you done leaked all week and leaked all month and ain't been with God and prayed to God and asked the Holy Spirit to fill you, look, you, you walking in your kind of nature. You back down to the natural man. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You got to get this word on the inside of you on a regular basis. If it ain't being set up on a regular basis, you'll be coming nothing more but a natural man. You are saved natural man, a carnal nature man, natural man. But no, I want to be a spiritual man. Amen. It says, look here. Look at It says now, verse 15. But he that is spiritual, judge of all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. This word judge of means what? Discerns. It says, but he that is spiritual discerns all things, yet he is judge of no man. Look at verse 16. For who have known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but what? Look what Paul said. But we have what? The mind of Christ. Who knows the mind of the Lord? The spirit of God. And it's the spirit of God that reveals the will of God for our lives. I don't know about you. That's not, look, I just look. Look, I, I, I'm leaving out here today and say, Lord, you done, you, you, you done opened me up. You done straightened me out. Amen. I, 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 know, I ain't standing in this natural plane and getting what I'm getting. Amen. I'm going to another level. And it's a level of being in the spirit of God. Amen. In the spirit of God. So I said about three people. I said one was the natural man. The second one was a carnal man. Look at three and one here. I'm not, not too much longer. Three and one. It says, and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as spiritual, but as carnal, even as unto babes. Somebody say carnal. This word is the word sarkikos. Carnal. It's fleshly. Paul is sitting here saying, now, I couldn't speak. He said, now, I brethren. You hear that? What does brethren mean? They're saved. They're saved. You can be saved and be a, what I call a carnal Christian. 
See, one thing I've learned a long time ago, I'm not moved by Bibles in people's backseat of the wonder, by, by bumper stickers, cross hanging from the, uh, uh, from the mirror, I, I, not even with a cross on your hat or your chest. I ain't moved by that anymore. Or anybody that's calling themselves a Christian and that they love God, I ain't moved by that anymore. No, I, I need to know are you a kind of Christian? Are you just a natural man? Or are you a spirit-filled and spirit-led Christian? I need to know where you're at because I can't drop some things on you because I got to measure you up. The Bible says you'll know them by their fruit. And so I can't talk to you with spiritual things if you're carnal. You can be saved and carnal. And what I'm saying is we got to grow up in the things of God. We don't want to just stay as babies. Look what he says here. He says, I, brethren, could not speak unto you as spiritual, but as what? Carnal. Even as what? Unto babies in Christ. So a carnal-natured person is someone that's still a baby in the Lord. But the Lord wants us all to grow up. Say, he wants us all to grow up. Now, here goes one of the things I want to let y'all know about this right here. Don't you be moved by how long somebody been saved. Oh, I've been saved 50 years. Boy, I've been reading the Bible as long as you've been saved. Uh, you've been on this earth. And I'm telling the next thing I see a cigarette being fired up. So what you saying, Pastor? No, 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 If you that deep, you mean you're going to let a, 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 white, a white thing with, a, with, a, with a, 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 a filter on the end of it force you to smoke it? Yeah. It shows me not that they're not saved. That they're still babies. Con of nature. They've been saved 50 years and still a baby when it comes to the things of God. You hear what I'm saying? Because it's a, that's a flesh thing. I'm not down to nobody because they're smoking. It just shows where you're at. But see, but you, you got to understand this. You're going to reap what you sow. If you smoke that thing so long and you get cancer of the lung, you can't go back to God. God, kill me. Heal me, God. I, You reap what you sow. That's a principle in the word of God. It don't mean that you ain't going to glory. but You're going a little earlier than you expected. Do you hear what I'm saying? When you live in the carnal nature, you're going to get the things of the flesh. When you live in the natural man, you're going to reap the rewards of being a natural man. But I'm, I, look, 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 look. I want to be in the spirit realm because I want, to, I want to have revealed knowledge unto me. Things that what eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Those things that he's going to give to them that what? Love him. If you're going to love him, you're going to let him lead you. And the way he leads us is by the unction to function. He says, I, I need no man to teach you if you got this Holy Spirit. If you got the Holy Spirit, the unction to function in your life. Uh, yeah, we're going to shut this down here real quick. Look here, verse 3. Look what he says. Now, verse 2. I have fed you with milk and not meat, for hitherto ye were what? Not able to bear it, neither are you not able. For ye are what? Yet carnal. Whereas there is among you. Here got the definition of a carnal person. Envying, strife. And divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as what? Men? He's talking about natural men. Are you not walk as men? He says, for, for, for while one say I am a Paul and another say I am a Paulus, are not ye carnal? He's saying, well, I, I'm in such a camp. I'm in such a camp. He said, no, 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 no. He said, that's, that's foolishness. That's the carnal nature that's operating on the inside of us. So we said we have the carnal man. We have the natural man, but we all want to be who? The spirit man. 
the spirit man. Because it's when you got the spirit on the inside of you, you're governed by heaven. You're governed by God. You're not allowing your flesh to lead you. You're not allowing your senses to lead you as a natural man. You are allowing the spirit of God to fill you up. Fill my cup, Lord, till I can't take any more. And when I can't take any more, the only thing I'm going to do is fulfill his will. And this is that the Bible says that out of the belly shall flow the rivers of living water. What I'm saying is it's like a cistern that just keeps on refilling and refilling. Well, how do I stay filled, Pastor? In prayer and praying in the Holy Ghost, building yourself up on your most holy faith. You got to do that on a regular basis. You got to repent. You got to uh, trust God. I, I like you, Elder, when you got up this morning about the, about the thing here. See, every day you should be repenting about something. You can't tell me that you go all week and you ain't did anything that's been contrary to God. I don't care if you think thought it because that's where it begins at in your thought line. If you think it, it's going to move to your heart. The abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. And once you say it, you, look, it's gonna, you're going to be right behind it doing it. And so what I'm saying unto you that how I'm coming up, the Lord gave me a message of how to keep your harvest. What he, what he showed me, he said, now there's one thing to gather your harvest, but many of us lose our harvest by what we're saying and what we're thinking and what we're doing. You can sow your seed and believe God, but you out there two-timing God, doing your thing, living according to God. He said, you're going to reap what you sow. And what he's saying is you can destroy your own harvest. You can destroy your own harvest because you chose to get out of the spirit and to run in your carnal nature just a little bit. Just, just, I just had a flesh flash, Pastor. That flesh flash would destroy your harvest. Oh, Pastor, I, I didn't have time this week. I, I had to move in my natural man this week, Pastor. That natural man just lost something for you. And the Lord told me, he told me to tell everybody here, he going to redeem time in the spirit. You want to know why? Because time is in his hand. He said, time, tell them time is in my hand. And if they get in the spirit, I'll redeem time. Well, God said, I'll catch you up if you get in me. I'll restore you and renew you and redeem you if you get in the spirit, man, and be led by the spirit. He said, the only thing that can hold you back is your carnal and your natural man. And them two brothers, they work together. He said, but you got to stay in the spirit. I want to say, I'm going to read this to you here because uh, it's in the Bible. I want to read this to you for the sake of time. We got three minutes. I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay within a guideline. Amen. But the Holy God, I can't let the Holy say, look, the Holy, let's see some of these preachers around here and these just here. Elder, I like, I like you minister. Minister, he say, I ain't going to say anything about it. <laughs> when they start talking about how long I'm preaching. Yeah. Minister say, I ain't going to say anything about it. See, because they're trying to put the Holy Ghost in the box. Where y'all got to go? <laughs> well, we got to go. We all got some place to go. But what I'm saying is, look, this is one thing you don't do with God. You don't rush God. You don't rush God. Now, that's the other thing when the person that got in the, in the flesh and said, we need to shut them down. They in their flesh. But when the thing, when the spirit of God is moving, you don't be sitting there looking at your watch. Something, when are you going to shut this thing down? See, because I, I can tell you what's doing that. It ain't your spirit, man. It's that condom, man. Oh, yeah, we going on down the long home. We got to get there before the crowd get there. That's what that flesh saying. And your natural man say, won't you just give me a three-point sermon and a poem and get us out of here? But your spirit man say, give me all that you got. 
Give me all that you got. Give me all. Let heaven open up in here and let's receive all that God. We, we ain't putting no time on worship. We ain't putting no time on the word. We ain't putting a time on anything. Not on the word of God and, and, and on the spirit of God. Now, the spirit is just, he's one of the of order. He brings things back into place and moves things along the way they need to. I want you to write these scriptures down. I'm going to read them to you. Okay, just write them down. I want to read these scriptures to you because they're going to be beneficial to you because I told you that he was a person. John 14 Verses 16 through 17. Just write it down. John 14, 16 through 17. And then verse 26. John 14 and 26. Again, John 14, 16 through 17 and verse 26. I want to read this to you. I want to read this to you. Open up your spirit. It says, and I will pray the father and he should give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. You hear that? The world cannot receive him because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. But the comforter, somebody say, but the comforter, who is the spirit of truth, who is the advocate, he says, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father was seen in my name. He should, he should teach you all things, bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said to you. Amen. He's going to reveal it unto you. He's the revealer. Now listen what he says. Listen how he describes him. I will pray the Father, and he shall give you a comforter that he, who is he, the comforter, may abide with you, even the spirit of truth. And so Jesus talked to him. He says, he shall teach you all things. He, he is a person. He is personified. He is a person. He is a person, George. Come come up here, George, please. Please come here. I want you to. What the Holy Ghost does. I, I, I said this earlier. Tell it to George. Okay. You, you got something to do for the Lord. Hey, right? Well, first of all, he's going to reveal it unto you. What you need to do. And then he's going to help you to do it. So you go do it. You go do it. He's, he's like this. You can sing in your carnal nature. You can sing from your natural man. But God wants us to do, he wants us to sing from our spirit. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I know there are natural words up there. But what he wouldn't sing is, but when you sing them, he wants you to be singing from a perspective of the spirit. From what? From heaven. It's hard to sing a song that is about God and you're looking at it from the earth realm. You know what I'm saying? But, but that's what worship does for worship brings us up in the spirit of God. And so one thing about the praise and worship team, you got to be in the spirit when you come before us natural yeah. folks, us carnal folks, amen, because some folks don't come in here a different way. Some folks come in here in a carnal nature. Some folks come in here in a, in a natural hand, you hear what I'm saying? And then there's folks that come in here in the spirit. And so when worship goes on, you see different uh, things taking place. And this is why y'all can't get frustrated praise and worship team because everybody ain't praising the way you think they should be praising.
the spokes of the spirit, they going with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Everybody else sounding like a dirty headlight. Oh, well, well, what are they doing around here? And so I want those that, that may be in the condemnation or the nothing. This is no condemnation on them. It's just to show you where they're at. Put your things out because God got deeper things for you. Yeah, God wants you to get into the spirit realm. He, oh, God, they need to be hearing this. Amen. <laughs> you shame on up here, man. Oh, the Holy Ghost didn't move on you? No, no, go ahead, man. Amen. Thank you, George. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> so you did what I asked you to do. And that's the key thing. The Holy Spirit wants you to flow the way he wants you to flow. Why? Because he is God. And that's how he wants you to flow according to the Spirit. So, again, no condemnation on anyone. See, because I, I, I've taught the church this. Everybody can praise God. Everybody can praise him. But when everybody enter into worship. Because he says, everything that has breath, praise ye the Lord. So if you got a little bit of breath, I'm telling you, if the right, you know how it was when you were in the club. All you need to hear was the, look, look, look. I didn't even have to hear the right song. All I need to hear was the right beat. And see, let me, let me bring it to the natural to you. I'm going to show you how it works. See, because the spirit of God, you see, the spirit of God, the Bible says, be not drunk with wine. But be ye filled with the spirit of God. Now, when I was on the world, I'm not going to use y'all like an example because I know y'all done had halos and, 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 and wings on since you come out of your mother's womb. But, but, but when I was in the world, I didn't wait to go buy the high price stuff. I went and got my Thunderbird and orange juice or my Mad Dog. See, that's when I didn't have anything. My Mad Dog 2020. That's when I was young, you know, teenager. Just go get that Booms Farm, that cheap stuff. And then, and then I got on the level where I could get me some Cavassier and Tangeray, some Naughty Head Gin. Now, look, look, you, you know what I'm saying? But, but what I'm saying unto you is this. See, I took all of that, and when I got on that, I call it the do-it fluid. When I got on the do-it fluid, look, when I pulled up at the club, all I had, number one, I was already jamming on the way there. Oh, yeah, let me get my groove on. Shake your groove thing. Shake your... I was already getting my groove on all the way to the club. And then when I got out and shut my car off, no sooner I get in the parking lot, I hear Eddie Ray the DJ. They shoving up in there. I say, I know they sweating up in there. I got to get myself up in that thing, man. I ain't missing out. But what I'm saying to you, I stepped in the door already ready. And then I was in overflow when I went and got me a little 50 cent shot of this and that. Or somebody else said, man, can I buy you a drink? Go ahead, man, buy me a drink. And then I was over, I was over the top then. And I was ready to do anything that my old flesh was willing and ready to do. See, it's the same thing on the spirit side. He don't want you to be filled with wine or liquor in excess. But he wants you to be filled with what? The Holy Ghost. And then when you feel with the Holy Ghost, look, you get out of your car, come into church. Oh, yeah, you done, you've been listening. You've been listening to the Lord all the way down the street. Then you hit those doors. You come in there jamming. And when Mike, whatever they playing back there, you say, yeah, yeah, I feel it. I'm coming on up in and doing it. And the praise and worship team, they already practice. They already in the spirit. They wonder when, when all these preliminaries going to get over with so we can go into worship. And this is what the spirit will do. And this is why I say that. See, you're not better, but we're different. We're different. 
What you saying, Pastor? When you walk in a restaurant and you got the Holy Ghost up on you, you're a different man. Somebody saying there's something about you. I'm going to say this. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to give this testimony. And some folks have heard this, but I need to tell you these things so that they can bear witness in your life. Some years ago, Pastor Andrew and I was flying to uh, uh, Kansas, and we went on a, on a plane, an airplane. And we walked on the plane. I could tell you what. We were, I know, we got up and had prayed, and, and brother, we were just, we were full of God. We went on that plane, man, and the stewardess, the plane got off and got up in the air and got level, and the lady came, she said, I don't know who y'all are. She said, I don't know who y'all are. She said, I had a massive headache, massive migraine headache, but she said, when y'all walk past me, when you walk past me, she said, that thing lifted up. And she said, I ain't had that thing since y'all walked past me. And she wanted to know, who were we? And all I could say, I'm a child of the king, not by works nor by deeds. Amen. See, it's by the precious blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And when you receive him as your Savior, then you say, no, I just don't want the salvation. I thank God I'm going to heaven. But fill me up, God. I want the baptism of your Holy Spirit in my life so I can be filled up to live in another dimension. I'm getting out of this worldly mindset, this natural man, and I want to move into man, uh, the spirit realm. And this is what the Lord showed me. I mean, he showed me, he said, this is the way Paul done it. He said, they, they said, even. And see, now God got to back it up. He'll back it up. It won't just happen and you start, see, because your corner man getting, oh yeah, I'm walking, they getting healing by me walking by. No, 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 no. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. It shows me a sign of maturity. It shows me I got the stuff that sticks. It shows me that I'm trusting in a living God because it got to manifest itself. You can't sit around here talking about you spirit feel ain't no sign. The Bible says signs, wonders, and miracles will follow them that believe. So if you got to believe on this thing. So this is what the Lord said. I said, Lord, how, is that possible? You can walk past a person and they get healed like that? He showed me in the Bible, the book of Acts, where Peter, it said Peter walked out there and through the very shadow, the people got healed. And so if, if he can, God is not a respecter person. If he'll do it through Peter, Paul, amen, Jesus, if he'll do it through them, and he says this promise, the promise of the Father is not for just now, but for those that are what from afar off. It means you and your children, all of us can have this thing. See, see, look about this. Information is limited because information is all about who can get it. Education is limited. It's about all that for it. <laughs> But you to take revelation is not limited. God does not limit you. What you got to do? You got to be saved and you got to ask. It ain't nothing you got to work for. You got to go to such and such for. You just ask and receive it. That's how simple it is with the things of God. Amen. Let's put our hands together. Give God some praise. Can you stand to your feet? Hallelujah. He is the revealer.